starts way back in the 90s. Way back in the early 90s. When a little car company called Chrysler Corporation just managed to save itself from going completely under with the help of Lee Iacocca and Carroll Shelby. Now, they helped spawn great products like the minivans, the K-Cars, the Viper, the Dodge Ram. And with that last one, the Ram, were thoughts of making a performance truck. Yes, we all know the Ram went on to fight the Lightning, but there's another Ram from way back in 1996 that they've been playing around with the idea for for over 25 years and still haven't brought it out. Well, this fall, Dodge is about to unleash it. Dodge is about to make waves. And being that it's now the Ram brand... It'll no longer be the Dodge T-Rex. It'll be the Ram Rebel T-R-X. AutoWorks.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Welcome back to AutoLooks. I am your host, the doctor to the car, Mr. Everett J himself. And we're coming to you live from our Podbeam podcast website. Also streaming through AutoLooks.net. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter. We occasionally throw some stuff up on Pinterest, LinkedIn. And like we said before, our main site, www.autolooks.net for all your automotive information, podcasts, blogs, insights, ratings. Which we are famous for, we've been doing since 2008, our famous end of the year ratings for all vehicles from everywhere across this globe, coming to you live every January. Inclusive of that is our corporate website portal, links to every known car company in existence around the world. And with that, if we are missing any, please let us know. Now, this week we're going to be talking to you about the brand new Ram Rebel TRX a product that Dodge has considered since 1996. Yes, if you go back and check concepts from 1996, you will find what they called back then the Dodge Ram T-Rex. This is a product that has been done by Brabus and Mercedes. Yes, a three-axle product. The TRX is an amazing forefront for technology into the Ram brand. Now you gotta remember, back in 1996, it was the original Ram 1500 extended box with two rear axles, not just one, capable of towing at that time over 10,000 pounds. The T-Rex was an amazing concept product, but unfortunately it fell wayside like a lot of products in the 90s. You gotta remember, the late 80s and early 90s, Dodge really took a lot of their concepts and moved them into production form. We saw that with the Viper, the Ram, the Neon, and later on the Intrepid. But unfortunately for us, the 90s also brought some classics that were missed. Some great products from Chrysler that should have been put into production. Where they took the Plymouth Pronto Cruiser and turned it into the Chrysler PT Cruiser, they should have done with the Dodge Copperhead and the Dodge Dakota Sidewinder. V10 Viper Power Dodge Dakota with a convertible top. Now, one of these products was also the T-Rex. Something Dodge has been playing around with since then. You gotta remember, 1996, the Ford F-150 Lightning was going into its second generation. Yes, the Lightning had been around for a while, since 93. And is now moving into its second generation, a sport truck appeal. But you gotta remember, this is the mid-90s. This is when street racing was still around and big. People weren't getting kicked off the streets and forced into back roads like they are today. Were products like the Ford Raptor and now the Ford Ranger Raptor are being pushed out. Yes, we're slowly moving off of the streets to kind of curb people from doing illegal street 
racing and trying to get them more onto back roads to kill themselves, apparently. Where Ford has done that with the Raptor into its second generation. But Dodge in 96 had the great idea, why not make a super powerful, super capable truck? Now this thing was just built to pull crap. It was big. It was powerful. It was amazing. Hell, I saw this thing the second year I went to the Toronto Molson Indy. Dodge was a title sponsor after Pontiac had left them the year before, where I saw the Pontiac Rages, an amazing concept. But the next year, I saw the Dodge T-Rex. Also seeing the Venom, the Sidewinder, and the Copperhead. Now, the Copperhead was an amazing product. A V6 sports car to go head-to-head with the Miata. Something they should have done. Something really should have come out to the mark. Yeah, Dodge, you kind of missed it on that one. You had a lot of great concepts, products that you never came through. But we're not here to talk about all the amazing missed opportunities by the Chrysler Corporation before they were bought out by Daimler-Benz, and hell, some of the great ones after they were bought by Daimler-Benz. No, we're here to talk about the amazing product that is about to finally come out after years. Hell, after three years of a concept being pushed around the world, the Ram Rebel TRX first showcased to us back in 2017. This is a product that had been around for a while. Because if you go back and take a look, you can find this on Motor Trend head-to-head where they put the Ford Raptor first generation up against Dodge's Mopar-inspired Ram Runner. Now, the Ram Runner was more capable for off-road capabilities compared to a Raptor, but on-road capabilities, it was not. If you watch the episode of Head to Head, they will even tell you that. Hell, Top Gear will even tell you that. It was a great product from Dodge. But remember, it's a Mopar accessory vehicle. It's not factory backed. So there are specific markets in the world that you cannot sell this. You can sell a Raptor in China, but you can't sell the Ram Runner because it was aftermarket. This is the same problem that Brabus has. Brabus can't sell their cars in China because they are not factory manufactured aftermarket products like AMG, so they can't sell them to the Chinese market. Where Ford can do that with the Raptor. Dodge can't do that with the Ram Runner. And because it was just a Mopar accessory, people who get into Mopar accessories are either people with lots of money to blow on crap, or they're just people looking to accessorize their already pre-manufactured vehicle. Like, they're, they're not the gearheads that a lot of us are. They're not the guys with a 70 Mustang Grande with a 351 Cleveland sitting in the garage waiting to be rebuilt. They're going out there and pulling it apart, rebuilding it, making it into what they want it to be. No, that is not the Mopar accessory people. Mopar accessory people are the people that that drop down that extra $20,000 at the dealership to make it look better. So the Ram Runner wasn't really a front runner to the Raptor. Now, like we say, we'll switch back and go back into the 90s. The Light. Second generation of the Light. Ford is going after the fastest truck in the world title. The Lightning takes it. And the Dodge says, hey, we want to be known for trucks. If you go back to the second generation Lightning, that was a horrible, horrible design that Ford had. The girl design, as everybody called it. Super feminine looking truck that a lot of people, including my own grandfather, walked away from. They said, Ford, you can take this money and shove it because we're not buying another product. We're going to move on to General Motors. We're going to move on to Dodge. Why? Because your truck is girlish and we don't want it. So Ford won the title, fastest truck in the world, but only for a short time because that's when Dodge came around. Now, 2003, they came around and said, we could do it. We can make a truck to take out the Lightning's top speed record. And they did. They did it with the Dodge Ram SRT10. They slapped the Viper V10 underneath the hood of this damn thing and had it cross the 200 mile per hour barrier. 
That was one weed ash truck. And there's actually one just down the road from me. One of the only ones in existence in my town actually lives in the sub subdivision area that I live in. And I hear him come out and open this thing up on the road. Because you got to remember, I'm not that far away from a highway that you can just pull out. And the speed limit's 80 and you can just open this bad boy up. Okay, so that V10 from the Viper is amazing. But remember, it's a V10 versus the V8. It's not a true apples to apples in comparison. You get two extra cylinders. Yes, we get at the V10 and the Viper was essentially only capable of keeping up with the V8 products considering the fact that the Corvette and even the Ford GTs at the time were its main competitors where Lamborghinis and Ferraris really weren't because the Viper was more of a balls deep muscle car than a track running supercar. That's where the Dodge Ram SRT 10 it, it came in. You gotta remember this thing also had single and quad cab versions. Amazing product. It won and it still hasn't been beaten. Now Chevy, a little late to the party, like they usually are. Gotta remember, they took forever to get into the minivan game. They took forever to get in the sports car rank. Like, they're just following suit. Doesn't mean they can't take a mark. They never took the PT Cruiser down with the HHR. But they came in. And they came in with their Chevy Silverado SS, okay? I remember they opened a little restaurant in my town. Okay, it's a chain restaurant. Boston Pizza. And the guy who was opening it owned one of these things. And he thought he was the coolest. But every time you look at it, when you see a Silverado SS... All you see is, oh, it has two extra airports in the front and a beefed up exhaust. Oh, and massive flood points. Besides that, nothing else screams, I am a super great performance truck. Where the Lightning did. The SRT-10 Ram did. Why? Because they had that blood red color on the SRT-10 as the Viper. And the Lightning, even with its red and its Lightning apparel, it still proved that it was more of an aftermarket capable vehicle. And the Silverado, they didn't lower this thing. They dropped a brand new front and rear clip on it, some new rims, and a louder exhaust. They really didn't do much. But they were there just to pick up some of that Chevy appeal and some of that money from it. Moving into the Raptor territory, Ford has done it. And they started back in 2012, okay? The rap amazing product. They took the F-150 at that time and said, we can do this. We can make a Baja-inspired truck. Since people are getting kicked off the streets with performance trucks, and the Fast and the Furious has basically created more and more know-how into the inner workings of street racing, police are cracking down on them. Where can these kids go? They can go off road. So Ford saw a market with the Raptor. They saw that things were moving off-road. Cross treks were moving up, CUVs were moving up, and hell, beefed up off-road suspensions on even car were moving up. So Ford said, let's create the Raptor. Let's make an F-150 that's Baja inspired and go anywhere. But can still be used as a personal everyday vehicle. I know this because I have a friend that has one and he uses it every day. I don't want to pay his gas bill because, you know, at a dollar twenty a liter Canadian, he's spending over $400 to hardly go 400 kilometers. That's $100 a week to go 400 kilometers. Not really my cup of tea. I have a hard time, you know, paying $70 to get 60 liters in my truck to go 500 kilometers in the summer. It's still hard for me to, to swallow there. But it's perfectly capable and it's great to drive around town. Yeah. Chevy tried to get into this ring after Dodge created the Ram Runner concept. All Mopar accessories this is the exact same style that they went in with the Dodge Viper crate engine that you could drop inside of a 1969 Dodge Charger. Yes, it's amazing, right? Well, not that great when I got to do it myself. Chevy decided to get into this. They had the Silverado Reaper, built in collaboration with Lingerfeld. Okay. It wasn't the coolest. It was an aftermarket thing. It was just like the Ram Runner. Hey, let's go up against the F-150. Now this thing, go and look for it online. There's not a whole heck of a lot on it. They built a few of them for a few people who wanted just a Chevy version of a wrap. But still, nobody has competed against it. Moving in later and getting in closer. 
to the 2017 Ford F-150 Raptor, second generation, and people like John Anassi are getting into this. Toyota's starting to pick up on it. They got the TRD version. Now, Dodge has kind of gotten into it. They said, we can kind of get into that with more capable city-going Dodge Ram, and they created the Rebel. Now, the Rebel really isn't a full Raptor competitor, because you got to remember, the Raptor is a Baja-inspired off-road vehicle, not, you know, just a sport version of their standard truck, okay? Where the Rebel is just kind of a little bit beefed up suspension and some nice graphics. Really, it's not much more than a Ram 1500 Sport. So Dodge has never really created something to go head-to-head -head with the full-scale, balls-deep F-150 wrap. And now that the Ranger back in North America and the new Ranger also has a Raptor version of it in Europe, which previous generation Ranger had, did have a Raptor version of it in Europe as well, built by an aftermarket company. This one is factory-backed. It's great. It's amazing. Now they're in there twice. Now, Chevy has gotten into it. Now they've got the Bison, the ZR2 Bison for the uh, Colorado. Well, Dodge doesn't have anything because they don't have the Dakota. So when you kind of consider it, the 1500 Rebel is kind of like competing with the Ranger Raptor. That's not full in. They need to create something to go up against us. Well, they got the Power Wagon. Oh, it's more capable and great off-road, but it doesn't have the power. Okay, put the two of those trucks together, Dodge. In 2017, they said, let's do it. Let's put both of these trucks together to make something great. Same time... Nissan was playing around with the idea, and Nissan created the Titan Warrior concept. Now, I saw this thing in Detroit at the auto show that year. Nissan should have created the Warrior concept. They should have moved that into production. You want to make the Nissan Titan go balls deep against the big three and their trucks. You want a Titan to be on the same level playing ground as a Ram, a GM, a Chevy, or a Ford. You got to compete. You got to show it. It's got truck appeal. It's not just a big version of the Frontier. Like everybody, they look at the t Toyota Tundra. Ooh, it's got a TRD. The Tundra still isn't fully capable and have that massive truck image that the big three have. When you're thinking truck, everybody always thinks f-150 and we got the silverado sierra con buddies and then we got the ram a lot of people don't think of tundra or nissan they look at it as if they're a diehard nissan or toyota person they'll look at them but really it's not the first thing that comes to mind when you're thinking trucks now the trd is good but the trd competes with the ram rebel nissan has the pro 4x competes with the rebel and the f-150 fx4 they're all sport versions Dodge. Gotta remember, like I said, 1996, they started playing around with the T-Rex. In 2017 at the CMI Auto Show, they created the Ram Rebel TRX. It's basically putting a Challenger Hellcat engine underneath the hood of the Ram Rebel, beefing up the suspension to go fully capable Baja-inspired, and making this truck capable of handling city roads, your day-to-day -day driver. So it's day-to-day -day driver, it's full off-road capability, and it's got power to compete with it. This is 2017. This is the last generation of the 1500. Gotta remember, two years ago, 2018, right after this concept came out, the brand new Ram 1500 came out. So again, Ram has to go back to the drawing board. They can't release the TRX right now, because then it would be the previous generation's design. So instead, they create a couple iterations. They get the pure black version of the 1500, and then right at the end, they create the Warlock. Great to finally get that last little bit out of that generation of the Ram. A great design. Moving into the generation they have now, now they got the Ram Rep. They got the Power Wave. But the Raptor still eating up the charts as the most performance-orientated, off-road-capable vehicle. Where do we go from here? 
And now that they got the Ranger Raptors, well, what the hell do we do, Dodge? Well, they're working on it. And hopefully by fall 2020, we're finally going to get to see what the Ram Rebel TRX will be. And Dodge Chrysler Corporation, FCA, has greenlighted this damn thing to go up against the Raptor. Now, I know what you're thinking. There's still the Ranger Raptor. Where its only comparison is this NR2 Bison from Chevrolet. Well, the Colorado is cool. It's great. But it still doesn't have balls deep power and great off-road capability. It looks like it, but it still doesn't have what the Raptor Ranger has. Dodge doesn't have the Dakota, but FCA does have another card up their sleeve. And as we did in a previous podcast, the Hellcat Wrangler Gladiator pickup truck is going to be coming soon. They're already showing images of it. And if you checked it out not too long ago, they had the Wrangler Hellcat concept. But if a Wrangler Hellcat comes out to go up against the brand new Bronco, you just know a Gladiator Hellcat is going to be coming soon. You got to remember, Dodge loves the Hellcat motors. They're jamming them into everything. And because Dodge and Ram are so closely tied together, considering the fact that the Dodge brothers first started building pickup trucks for Ford when they started into the automotive business before they created the Dodge Brothers Motor Vehicle Corporation, the Ram brand is still essentially a Dodge product. So the Ram Rebel TRX, we believe it is ready. It is time, Dodge. It was time 10 years ago to make this product, where if they had released it 10 years ago, they could have run it off the previous generation Ram and slaughtered the F-150 since the first generation F-150 Raptor was not the world's greatest. Now, they did have the SVT branding on it, which did make it kind of cool, but look at it. Look at the Rebel TRX. How do you say no to that compared to the original Raptor? The original Raptor was still kind of girlish compared to the hard, rough lines of the Rebel TRX. It is time, FCA, it is time for Ram to grow a pair of balls and release the Rebel TRX onto the world. And with that, we please ask that the Gladiator Hellcat join it as well. Yes, we want a V8 Gladiator to go up against the Ranger Raptor. And since Dodge won't be bringing back the Dakota anytime soon, maybe in the next four years, we would like to see this. We would like to see it. And like we say, they are working on this. You see multiple spy shots, heard multiple engine notes from the spy shots of the new Ram Rebel TRX, which should be gracing our screens come fall 2020. So all in all, we have to take a look at it. Ford started the performance race for trucks. Now, Dodge originally had performance trucks back in the 80s with the Shelby Dakotas. Those were only mid-sized trucks. You gotta remember, the mini truck market of the 80s was really big. You didn't move into full size until you got into 93, until you got into the original Ford F-150 Lightning, the original sport truck which crossed three generations of the F-150. Yes, the last generation barely existed, but it did exist. And Ram only ever had the SRT-10 built off of that horrible old man style Dodge Ram. When they went to the second generation transport style, not the third generation. So the SRT-10 was powerful, was great, but it was still a brick on wheels. And the next generation would have been so much better as the SRT-10. And we hope, God, we hope, that when they bring back the Viper again, that they bring back the SRT-10 Ram. 1500 again we just ask for that and let's give ford a run for their money it is time for them to grow up and time for them to bring trx out and this is all of us at autolook saying we are glad ram is finally moving forward with the ram rebel trx and we can't wait to hear see and test this product out now from all of us at autolooks keep following all of our feeds facebook twitter podbeam spotify 
Google Play, iTunes. Yep, we're on the iTunes. And don't forget to follow up with us on our page at www.autolux.net for all your up-to-date information about automotive designs, corporate websites, and it's where you'll find all of our podcasts, including some that aren't available on Podbeam, iTunes, and Spotify. Yes, it is the collaboration of all of our many projects over the course of our 16 years of existence. So from all of us at Autolux, we just want to remind you to strap yourself in for one fun wild ride from Autolux and the podcast.